This is Pokedex Radio, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Hey trainers, it's Austin. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Pokedex Radio podcast. If you'd like to see the show notes, head down over to pokedexradio.com slash 100. Trainers, 100 episodes of Pokedex Radio. It has been a long time coming. It's been over seven years now of Pokedex Radio. And, and I know we've gone through our ups and downs, and there's times when I've stopped doing the show, and then I continue the show, and I say, yeah, I'm going to keep going, and then I stop again. But every time I, I do stop and then I come back, there is one thing that I've always said, other than I'll keep doing the podcast. But there's one thing that I've always said is Pokedex Radio will never die. And I truly stand by that belief because every time I like there was even a, a blog post that I put on Pokedex Radio. I've been emailed about it, about that specific blog post. I think even at one point in time, I had like a video of, with me just standing there talking about it. I always think in the back of my head, whenever I say, no, I'm not going to do the podcast, at least this past time when I stopped, I really did tell myself I'm not going to do this podcast again. But I, every time I do come back, I always, I've mentioned Pokedex Radio will never die. As long as Pokemon is still around, as long as I can still play the games, as long as I can still talk about it, as long as there is air in my lungs, I will continue doing Pokedex Radio. Though it may evolve over time, and it definitely has. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here with professional equipment in front of me. You know, though I'm doing you know very simple podcast, um, and and I consider myself a professional in a way, though I don't have a professional setup because I have done this for years, uh, not only for fun, obviously doing Pokedex radio, but I've I've been actually on the radio. You know, like I I know what I'm doing. Um, I went to school for all of this stuff as well. Um, I have a degree in 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 mass communications, um, which is you know radio, TV journalism, all those kinds of things. And through that journey, through my personal life journey, Pokedex Radio has come along with me for the past seven years and, you know, however many months now. And so have you. Though I can sit here and I can, you know, gather the stuff and put together the podcast and record a show and then publish it, but that's really only half the battle. The other half of the battle is you. You listening to this right now whoever you are, whatever your name is, wherever you are, the only reason this show is continuing and has continued is because of you. That's weird to say because, you know, though I can sit here and say, oh yeah, I've done this, you know, I've done this podcast for seven years kind of by myself, you know, though I've had co-hosts and people who've been guests on the show and I've had other Pokemon podcasts and, and online personalities, I guess we'll, we'll call, we'll call ourselves, um, collaborate with me doing Pokedex radio stuff because at one point in time I had, you know, like PokePress interviews. Uh, I've even collaborated with, with other uh, Pokemon podcasts. I, I, I want to say uh, it's called Whirlcast now. Um, I want to say it used to be called uh, uh, Team Whirlwind or something like that. I, it's been a long time since I've, since I've really gotten into, uh, you know, other, other Pokemon podcasts and really, you know, collaborated with anyone else because I've been out of the game for so long. But I remember even a point in time sitting at my computer desk in my bedroom, recording on a little tiny stick microphone that I bought for like $15. But the podcast has just evolved so much and, and gone through so much as well. Going from just a, me sitting at 19 years old, sitting uh, at my computer desk, recording on it, the cheapest microphone that I could find, 
uh, I could have, you know, maybe spent about a hundred dollars and gotten some decent stuff and made it sound a lot better. Um, but I didn't do that now that it's been seven years and I've spent a couple hundred dollars on stuff over time. I mean, I'm still using the stuff that I used two years ago because of those things. And because of you listening and subscribing and, and continuing to, to listen over all these years, because I know a lot of you are, are still around from those early days of Pokedex radio. Pokedex radio has become a long way. And I want to thank you for all of that. Let's go ahead and get started with Pokemon Go. A couple weeks ago, they had a Pokemon Go water event. A little closer, uh, about a week ago, they had a Pokemon Go Easter event, which they called uh, the uh, Extravaganza, Pokemon Go Extravaganza. This weekend, we're having a grass-type Pokemon event. Though there's no, you know, double experience, there's no, you know, extra eggs, there's no, you know, you get more Stardust, nothing like that. But just like the water event a few weeks ago, there will be more grass-type Pokemon around uh, and, and available for you to catch. I think this is pretty cool because I'm actually missing a couple of things. Uh, I still need to get Blossom, so I need to up my, uh, my Oddish candies, as well as uh, some Flora. I think I need to catch a few more Sunkern, uh, but I do, need the, uh, uh, I do need at least two Sunstones, uh, sun uh, one for my Blossom, one for my Sunflora, because keeping up with that seven-day streak is, is kind of difficult. I've only gone through one full seven-day streak where I got a metal coat, um, but I don't even have enough Onyx candies. I'm hoping they do a rock-type event soon, because uh, Onyx is pretty difficult to come by for me, at least. Um, I've only ever seen two or three out in the wild, and I think I've hatched one once. Um, but in, in no way am I near, uh, was it 50 candies to, to evolve it, plus the, plus the metal coat? Uh, Scizor, I think I might be able to do. Anyways, I digress. Grass-type event this weekend uh, runs from May 5th to May 8th. So it's just, you know, pretty much Friday until the end of Sunday. Um, but go out, play some Pokemon Go, catch your grass-type Pokemon. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, another thing Niantic is doing, uh, it's going to be hosting community events around the United States um, for Pokemon Go. Now they're teaming up with the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation. Their first event will actually be this weekend, May 7th, in Charlotte, North Carolina, here in the States. So if any of you are in or around Charlotte, North Carolina, I would definitely go ahead and check this out. It's called Open Streets 704. That's the main event that's going to be going on, and Niantic is pretty much just, it seems like they're kind of just tacking themselves on uh, to this event. Because for this event, this Open Streets 704, they're literally closing. I know it's called Open Streets, but then they're closing down the streets. So they're essentially, they're opening up the streets for you to walk around. Uh, links for all of this will be in, in, in the show notes, pokedexradio.com slash 100. Hopefully Niantic and Pokemon start doing other things as well. Uh, like I mentioned last week, obviously, we still don't have Smeargle. We still don't have Delibird. We still don't have uh, Legendaries at all in this game, so... I mean, we can only speculate at the moment. Hopefully there'll be more news about it next week or, you know, in the near future about what's going to be happening in Pokemon Go. Anyways, moving on. And here's an article that I found about the idea of Mario Kart and specifically with the name of the video game Mario Kart. Just looking at how Mario Kart has evolved over the years, it started out simply as Mario Kart uh, with like eight playable characters, uh, but they've added other characters like Link like the Miis, the Animal Crossing characters, and, and now these uh, Splatoon characters. So it was proposed in an article that I had found online of why is it still called Mario Kart, where it's no longer just Mario. And I was like, hmm, 
I understand where the, the concept where that's coming from. And there's a few proposed names in this article as well. Uh, the first one is Nintendo Kart, but it also brought up the point of Super Smash Brothers. They should probably call it Super Smash Kart. Even Super Smash Brothers is a Mario title, just like Mario Kart is, just simply because of the brothers part. Like, what is the original Mario game called for the NES? Super Mario Brothers. Brothers. Mario. Super. It's literally the three words in these other two titles, minus Kart and Smash. But I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, where are these games going in the future? I don't know. I'm sure they're going to just keep the names Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers and then just append things to them, just like Mario Kart 7, Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart Advance, Super Smash Brothers Melee, Super Smash Brothers Brawl. The list goes on. So any sort of combination of names or anything like that, I don't think that uh, they would actually do that. Moving on from there to speculation that I talked about last week for the next Pokemon video game, Pokemon Stars. It was announced by uh, the, Pokemon, the Japanese Pokemon website uh, that in Pokemon Centers in Japan on May 20th will come out with a new line of merchandise called Look Upon the Stars. It's even in the artwork of the things. If you go to pokedexradio.com slash 100, um, the main photo I'll have up uh, on, the webs- uh, on, that, on that article is a photo of uh, a Pikachu and a Cosmog sitting next to like a telescope, kind of, I guess, looking, into the, looking upon the stars, and you see a bunch of Pokemon constellations, uh, Pokemon-shaped constellations. Uh, I'll put a link to the, the, the Japanese Pokemon website where you can then see all the products. Uh, because of this uh, merchandise announcement, there's now being more speculation. Now, there's, now, there's now more speculation to, yes, they are going to probably make Pokemon stars. Um, there's even speculation of maybe that it will be announced at E3 this year. Um, but there was a tweet that I had seen, and I, I don't know the validity of it um, because maybe I just haven't paid that much attention. Um, but according to this tweet that I saw, they said no Pokemon main series game has ever been announced at an E3 event. So there kind of blows away that bit of speculation. If that is true, I really don't think that it is a definite yes that Stars is going to be the official title. It may very well be, but it may very well not be. Uh, it may even be a spin-off game. Who knows? Uh, I'm really hoping for that. Like I, like I mentioned last week, I'm really hoping for that Switch main series game. But Pokemon Sun and Moon just came out. I really, if they're really going to uh, come out with a new game this year, less than a year since Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon have come out already, I don't know. I, th- I think that's pushing it just a little for Pokemon. I know they usually kind of do it every other year. But here, moving on to the last bit of speculation today. But the future of Nintendo. And I've talked about this before, but there was an article I found by TechCrunch talking about Nintendo's nostalgia factor and how it just might be going away. And to a point, I can see where that's coming from. We've had multiple iterations of the games that we've loved for really 30 years now. But I'm going to quote a little bit of this article. I'm going to put a link to it as well because I'm not going to just read it. Uh, That would be unfair to uh, TechCrunch and then the author of this article. But I'm going to read just a paragraph of it. And in this article written by John Biggs over at TechCrunch, the last paragraph of his article says, Zelda and Mario and Ash and the entire Nintendo family want to stay with us forever. As Nintendo's star is eclipsed by the rest of the digital universe, it will be harder and harder for these titles, for the draw of nostalgia and the magnetism of the content, to keep us in thrall. 
I know Nintendo can make good, engrossing games that the entire family wants to play, but in the end, will we all want to sit down and play them? Now let me talk a little bit about the article that he, that he, he wrote here. Uh, he mentions things like, um, there's plenty of games for us to play on our mobile devices like Pokemon Go, like Super Mario Run. You know, like the in-game content is only a couple of dollars here and there. Why would us as consumers purchase something like a Nintendo Switch or a Nintendo 3DS? Uh, or, or even to the point of like uh, another, another big system like the Xbox One or whatever they're coming out with next, or the PlayStation 4 or whatever they're coming out with next, um, to sit down and play these big, huge games like the, the most recent big, huge game that came out, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is a gigantic game. I don't know how people are finishing that thing so fast. Again, like I mentioned before with Pokemon Go, people who just really kind of have no lives, no offense. With these huge, massive games, when we have tons of screens in front of us, when we have our phones, we have laptops, we have TVs, we have tablets, you know, all these things trying to grasp for our attention, he poses the question of, do we really care enough? I guess. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and put weird words in his mouth. My interpretation of his question is, do we really care enough to continue playing these big, huge, massive games? For those of us who do care enough about these bigger games, we will make time to play these bigger games. But for the future of Nintendo, uh, them trying to grasp our, uh, our attention by throwing all these nostalgic characters at us, and let me try to you know, come back around full circle, a new Pokemon game, will it catch our attention? Will it keep us to sit around and play it yes uh, a new mario game will it catch our attention and, and, and keep us to sit around and play it yes when will a new zelda game clearly yes the answer to all of those is a resounding yes and i believe from all of us but that's really it for today's episode trainers i really do want to thank you for sticking around with me for a hundred episodes of pokedex radio it really i know it's not really the biggest milestone at least at least for this show because this show's been around for seven years and I've taken plenty of breaks, but for me to finally get here, it feels like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders, kind of. And I mean, it's, it's really nice to finally be in the triple digits. Plenty of other Pokemon podcasts from around the time that I even started have already way surpassed their 100th episode. So I'm glad that we finally made it. And that's all thanks to you, trainers. I really do appreciate everything you've done for me over the years. And, and I hope you continue listening to this podcast for as long as I keep producing it, because I'm going to for as long as I can, truly. Um, however, the podcast evolves uh, over the next seven years. You, you never know. We'll see what happens. Uh, again, trainers, the show notes for today's episode are available over at pokedexradio.com slash 100. And also, trainers, if you can give me some follows and likes uh, over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, just search Pokedex Radio in any one of the three. So trainers, thank you so much for sticking around all this time for with Pokedex Radio. My name is Austin, and remember to live, laugh, and catch them all. And I'll see you next week.